And of course, we start off here with the iconic X-Men intro. Yep. Where we see all the mutants. We see first Cyclops. Then we see Wolverine, all-time badass. And then there's Rogue, Storm, the Beast, Gambit, Jubilee, Jean Grey, and of course the leader, Professor Xavier. And what many of you may not know is that eight of the nine cast members hail from Canada. Yep. Eight out of uh, nine of them hail from uh, Canada. With, I think that, uh, yeah, Iona Morris, who plays uh, Storm, she's the only one that is uh, really not from Canada. And we cut to right here, we see Sabretooth, who will later appear later on in the season. Wolverine's uh, nemesis. Throwing a cop car right into the camera. And we cut right to Jubilee's parents. And Jubilee's parents, they... They reach out to a mutant outreach program for which they think. Though little do they know it's actually set up to hunt and uh, destroy all mutants. And Jubilee, of course, is played by Allison Court. Uh, who hails from Canada. Uh, her first role was on the TV series uh, Mr. Dress Up, which was like a Canadian version of Mr. Rogers. And then we see the Sentinel right here flying and landing. Um, her film debut, ironically enough, was in the Sesame Street film Follow That Bird, the Big Bird movie. And she would also land the role as Lunette on the TV series Lunette the Clown, which is um, which was another Canadian um, children's television show. And also, what I didn't know until a few weeks ago, that actually Jubilee is actually Chinese-American. Yeah, she is a uh, Chinese-American. Yeah, I did not know that. And we see the Sentinel, of course, realizes Jubilee is not there. Jubilee has left. And then her parents check the room. Then we cut to uh, Jubilee at the arcade game. And, you know, of course, I remember watching a review of this on, um, on the Nostalgia Critic. And, you know, the Nostalgia Critic uh, described... Jubilee's costume as, you know, always wanting to... It looks like she's always doing the dishes in the rain. <laughs> well, I guess you could you could say that. Yeah, I love when she says... You know, a uh, guy says, Hey, you know how much that machine costs? She goes, yeah, a quarter. And then she runs right into Rogue and Storm, who she'll later find out are the X-Men. Hmm. 
and then we see the sentinel right here crashing through the mall the sentinels are like uh these machines that are sent to hunt down mutants and also x also the x-men and we see gambit here and gambit is played by chris potter who many of you may know as peter kane on kung fu the the uh the legend continues as we see the sentinel right here has finally found jubilee right there we see rogue and storm and there we see storm showing her powers uh, storm was played by Iona Morris as I mentioned before uh, her father was played by Greg our father is Greg Morris, who played uh, Barney Collier on Mission Impossible, the original Mission Impossible TV series, and also played Lieutenant David Nelson on the TV series Vegas. And she also has a younger brother named Phil, yep, who, who you best might know as Jackie Chalice on Seinfeld, who is the... Um, who is the Johnny Cochran um, wannabe um, attorney? There we see Rogue right here fighting with the Sentinel. Oh! And of course, Rogue is played by Lenore Zahn, who would go on. To be a member of parliament in Canada. Hmm. Oh, Sentinel shoots him right up to the roof. Hmm. <laughs> I love when she said, she goes, Who's a mutant? And he goes, she goes, Don't answer that. And then, we see Gambit throwing the card. That was his thing, you know. He was known for having power cards and and throwing them. And of course, uh, he's and of course he's from New Orleans, and he has that uh, accent. <laughs> he had that Creole um, accent there. And here we're about to see Jubilee's uh, powers at full extent. I mean, we saw her destroy an arcade game with her hand. But here, ooh, sparks right there at the head. <laughs> and we see her running out of the mall. And then, of course, she gets a gas ball. 
And then we see Cyclops. And of course, uh, Cyclops is played by Norm Spencer. Of course, uh, this wasn't his first... Um, this wasn't his first gig in um, animation. His first gig, you know, his first role was as an additional was as additional voices in Babar the movie. Here we see Jubilee is woken up and she's in Professor Xavier's uh, School of Mutants. And then she's, and of course, uses her powers to unlock the door. You see her sneaking around. And there we see the Beast, played by George Uza. And ironically, he would go on to play a truck driver in the first X-Men movie that came out in 2000. And then we see Morph. I'm not quite sure who played him. I mean, I I tried to look for information, and uh, there was one uh, actor named, uh, it said Robert something, but turns out that Robert was actually a uh, politician. So um, I think it might have been the wrong person. And then we see all the TV monitors. We see Magneto. And then we see the Sentinel there. And then we're introduced to Professor Xavier and Jean Grey, who ironically are played by Cedric Smith and Catherine Disher, who were married at this time. Yep, they were married. And they actually had a daughter that was born in 93 around the same time when um, the series came about now of course Jubilee has been found out and then we see the beast uh, walking on the walls I don't really know how he's able to do that but uh, eh, that's forgivable and now we see uh, Jubilee in the danger room <laughs> and we see Gambit. And here, for the first time, we see Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Played by Kyle Dodd, who was uh, born in Dublin, Ireland, but uh, raised in Canada. Uh, his brother, Rory, who you might know, uh, sang a duet with Bonnie Tyler, a totally eclipse of the heart. So, um... Little good information there. And we see Wolverine about to slice and dice Gambit until Jubilee steps in. <laughs> and then we see right here the Beast and uh, more from laughing there Wolverine. Oh, and he's pissed. And I like how Gambit, he says, uh, don't, you know, don't worry, you just only hurt Wolverine's pride. 
then Jubilee is led to the outside here by Storm. And after one season of uh, being on the X-Men, Iona was actually replaced by Allison Seeley Smith. So uh, she was... So she only lasted one season here, and uh, I did not know that up until um, a few days ago. So that was a nice, interesting... Um, that's a nice, interesting fact to know. And Storm here is about to, um, you know, explain, you know, the powers of the X-Men and their mission in life here. And then she shows off her powers to summon lightning and the wind. And I like the part where coming off here what Jubilee says. She says, why do people hate us? And Storm says, people fear what they don't understand. And that's a great quote. You know, I mean, that is really just a tremendous quote. You know, uh, people fear what they don't understand. And that's pretty much... The best way uh, to describe the X-Men's uh, struggle when, you know, the humans uh, do not like the X-Men, you know, in the comics, in the movies, and on the TV series, you know. And that is somewhat what humans do. When they don't understand something, um, they fear it and, you know, they try to um, either destroy it or run away from it. And, of course, that's why people can relate so well to the X-Men if you're... A person of color or if you're a person who um, who is of a sexual orientation you know gay or bisexual may receive Jubilee as a uh, ran away from from the school and she goes to check on her parents and we see the Sentinel hiding there of course uh, I don't see how anyone cannot spot the Sentinel, even though he's hiding in the corners there of the building, you know, but uh, then again, it's only a cartoon. Then we see Jubilee trying her powers again, and this time it doesn't really seem to work. And then, of course, she's cornered by another Sentinel. Yep. She's double teamed and she's gassed. Hmm. And there we see uh, Bryron, who's uh, assistant to the government. And there, and there we see back here at the um, at the X Men school, Xavier. Sees the um, the headquarters where they have the records of all the um, the mutants, and now they're devising a plan to to storm that place, no pun intended, and shred all the files. There's more of it. transforming the gambit. So funny. And here we see uh, Cyclops uh, trying to talk with 
Xavier and you know he believes that you know like you know they're going into terrorism when they're trying to benefit mankind and and Professor Xavier he understands where Cyclops is coming from but he feels like because the government is has Jubilee's name on file and they could have all other mutants name on file they have no choice but to invade the place there we see uh, Wolverine which plays into Wolverine's uh, and Cyclops tension which would later be explored and later on in the season and other seasons as well I love when he says here <laughs> he goes I go where I want to go <laughs> yep that's uh, one of his uh, signature lines and then we cut to the jet here and a little information about Lenore Zahn here as Rogue uh, after X-Men she would uh, go on to do the voice of Tigra on Avengers United they stand, which was another uh, animated series on um, on Fox, and I never really watched uh, much of it. I think I probably watched two or three episodes, and that was it. And she was also best known as Wendy Waters on Rescue Heroes. And of course, as I mentioned, um, after after that, uh, she would go on to become a member of the Canadian Parliament. And then we we see the beast um, morph there, <laughs> and we see Wolverine. And Wolverine's decide to join the group after trying to find Jubilee. And of course, the trail went cold trying to find her, and Wolverine also got bit by a dog. <laughs> okay. Now we see Storm summoning the clouds. And I love this part right here. So Morph needs help uh, getting over the, the fence. And Beast throws him over. Oh! <laughs> and he's down. And of course Morph turns into the security guard. Oh, knocks him out with a knife. With, with the gas gun there. Of course, Beast throws Wolverine over, and Wolverine lands with, with ease. Oh, they run across a security guard, and Storm takes him out. Hmm. And Wolverine slices open the door. <laughs> I like how Beast <laughs> throws him the key and he and Wolverine goes, so buy him a new door. And then Wolverine smells that um, that's actually a you know, the lasers and stuff and uh, Wolverine, that's the thing about one of his powers is that uh, he always 
can smell danger. You know, he can smell danger from a mile away, really. And, um, you know, and naturally I, I knew, uh, I knew a lady who had a son who, uh, can smell, you know, had an incredible sense of smell and can smell things from far away, can tell what, what stinks and what not. And thus I called it the, uh, the Wolverine nose. <laughs> yeah. And this is the end of part one, where we, more says, clear sailing from here, and then we realize on the other side there are security guards. And now, we are going to go into uh, part two, as we see the end credits here. And the end credits, uh, they look, they look like something out of a video game. You know, it looks like something, you know, out of one of the uh, X-Men video games for, like, Sega Genesis, which was a system that I had at the time. And so we're going to end it here, and we're going to go right into part two. Now we go right into part two, which is a recap. And of course, um, later on, uh, they would do the whole previously on X-Men. <laughs> yeah, that was always, um, that was another uh, trademark, you know, right there. You know, whenever you would uh, watch a, even a new episode or whatever, they would um, always recap what happened in the last episode or the few episodes before then. You know, they say, previously on X-Men. <laughs> Which was uh, something you didn't see all that well when, or you didn't see that much on Saturday morning cartoons. And this is just a full recap of the first episode here and this is where we see um, we see the the X-Men uh, invading the headquarters there and then once again we get the intro and while the uh, theme song is going but by the way I, that theme song is so iconic you know the the guitar you know, work on air is just excellent. I mean, that makes you want to go out and kick someone's ass, actually, when you hear it. And a little info here on the uh, X-Men. Uh, the first X-Men comic was published in September of 1963. And originally, the name of the group was to be called um, The Mutants. And, of course... Um, you know, that was turned down, and, of course, uh, Stan Lee decided to name uh, the group the X-Men after their leader, Professor Xavier, or as he's also no known as uh, Professor X. And the original X-Men lineup were Cyclops, Jean Grey, who was known as uh, Marvel Girl at, the, at that time, Beast... Angel and Iceman, and Angel and Iceman would uh, appear later on in the um, in the series. And then we see um, you know the cavalry coming in, the army, and then you see on the other side of the door there's a. Uh, the security guards. And we cut back from commercial. 
Wolverine using that nose of his. He smells gun oil. And then Storm uses her powers, breaks through the door. <laughs> you see the reinforcements there. Cyclops. Uh, you know, blows up the machine there. And Cyclops, he goes, uh, you know, no human is to be harmed. And, of course, it's a little hard when they're trying to harm them. Then we see it was supposed to be um, a captain or a lieutenant there telling the men to get to the room. And it turns out to be Morph, who tricks them. Of course, uh, in this room here, they're trying to destroy all the files. And they go off and try to destroy them there. See Wolverine using his claws. And the computer here on the screen, you know, uh, this is a little throwback to what, uh, you know, what it was back in the day. You know, green screen and green writing and stuff. Of course, I will have to remember that. And now we're in Detroit, Michigan, where we see Jubilee is captured and Bryan is uh, interrogating her, asking her about information on the X-Men. Hmm. And I love this part right here. Um, he, he plays uh, this recording. And Gambit says, don't mess with the X-Men. Don't mess with the X-Men. <laughs> oh, sorry. His name is Gyrick, not uh, Brian. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and the uh, X-Men series uh it actually made its debut on halloween of 1992 and of course it ended on september 20 20th uh, 1997 though as of right now the x-men will soon be coming back next year 2023 they will it'll be revised as x-men 97 Though, um, personally, I would call it uh, X-Men 92, because 92 was when, you know, the series debuted. But, uh, but then again, it's Disney gets the last word. And see Storm destroys the computer there when Beast was trying to work on it. And uh, Storm goes, I'm sorry. My apologies, Beast, but we have no time for poetry. <laughs> and then we see Storm, Wolverine, Beast. And more if we make it out of there. Cyclops. 
Goes away to the tower. There's Rogue. And he goes, flip me down, you flying freak. And she puts him down. Blows up the fence. This gambit. I like when Wolverine goes, he goes, come on, we're missing dinner. <laughs> and then Morph, once again, saying, clear sailing all the way. And we see the Sentinel. And we see some more Sentinels. Morph gets hit. Of course, Jean, uh, she feels it. In her telekinesis um, helmet. Professor <laughs> Xavier picks it up and he doesn't sense anything there. And we cut to uh, the X Men's jet, the, the Blackbird, landing right back to the school where we've Find out that, uh, well, Morph is, uh, is gone. He's presumed to be dead. Of course, uh, he would later show up in, um, in a future episode. And we see Wolverine is uh, pissed off. And, oh, punches Cyclops in the stomach. And then I remember when, uh, on TV Sins, they did a review of this, and, uh, at the end, they replaced uh, their voices, you know, with funny stuff, and and they used the voice of John Cena from um, from the movie with Amy Schumer, who I forget the name of it now, but uh, she they replaced um, when Cyclops gets up from the punch and Wolverine is talking, you know, they replaced it with John Cena saying, "I will fuck you, I will enter you." <laughs> Of course, I think that would sound like something Wolverine would say. You know, he'd be like, Cyclops, I will fuck you. I will enter you. <laughs> and there we see Wolverine messing up Cyclops' car. He goes, tell Cyclops, I made him a convertible. <laughs> and then we see uh, Wolverine as drove off. And then we flash back to uh, what happened. We get a full scope of what happened here. Morph pushes Wolverine out of the way, gets zapped. And Beast gets zapped right into the fence, gets fried. Rogue goes, Rogue goes to get him, but oh, gets shot down. Wolverine goes right after the Sentinels, of course, headstrong. <laughs> and, of course, they catch him, fling him around, and throw him. And there we see, the, you know, the Sentinels are really overwhelming the X-Men here. And, of course, they really are being overwhelmed here. Here and they're outnumbered 
And of course, uh, they soon are going to start to um, retreat. And a little information on Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine, he made his first appearance in issue number 180 of The Incredible Hulk. That was more of, the, uh, of a cameo, though. He appeared at the end of it. And then his next appearance would be in issue number 181. And he actually officially joined the X-Men in issue number one of Giant Size X-Men. And that's when, you know, you had Nightcrawler, you had Wolverine. Uh, Jean Grey got rid of the uh, Marvel Girl uh, costume and we saw other mutants. And then after that, Wolverine became a uh, very popular uh, member of the X-Men. And still to this day is very popular, you know, with the X, you know, not just with the X-Men movies, but also with his own comic book series. He's also had um, his own movies. And I pretty much love all the Wolverine movies, especially the X-Men origin ones. Um, yeah, you know, the origin one with uh, Deadpool. I mean, I thought that was pretty good, too. You know, despite what, um, you know, critics and many others said about it and then after the flashback we see uh wolverine still driving and he goes out to the mountains and he swears to avenge uh his friend morph and we still uh cut back to um earlier there and we see beast is surrounded by Security guards and Sentinel. And we see him in tears. Crying over Morph. And then we see him hanging upside down. Being terrified by Gyric. And of course, uh, Beast would remain in um, captured for the rest of the first season. And uh, towards the end of the first season, he would actually um, be free. And then we see the the female president uh, talking about what happened that night. And then we cut to Wolverine now at the pool hall playing some pool. Ooh. And then of course uh, we see Wolverine here uh, about to get into a fight with these uh, local pool guys. Oh. And of course he says the uh, infamous line once again, I go where I want to go. <laughs> and of course he said that in the, in the flashback, the first flashback. <laughs> and we see Cyclops there. Oh, gets his glasses taken. Yep. Take off his glasses and get rays shooting out of his eyes. Hmm. And of course, Cyclops uh, entices Wolverine with trying to locate the Sentinel's home base. And that makes uh, Wolverine want to rejoin the team. 
And of course, Skyrak uh, meets with the female president and she tells him to stop all activities on the mutant registry program and um, to stop, you know, trying to hunt down the mutants. Well, most presumably the X-Men. And of course, he hears that, he's pissed, and he throws down the files. Of course, uh, Garrick gets a call from Jubilee's uh, father, and because Wolverine and Cyclops are there, and the Jubilee's father, he he looks like uh, Ray from the from the real Ghostbusters, actually, and actually, um, the nostalgic critic Doug Walker, he pointed it out. <laughs> he really does look like him a bit. And of course, I remember the real Ghostbusters. Uh, that was one of my um, favorite TV cartoons back in the day. Of course, Cyclops once again says the line, people fear what they don't understand. And that's something I use in my life, too. You know, I always use the line, uh, people fear what they don't understand. And I also add, and um, they don't understand what they can't control. You know, and that's a great metaphor for life, you know, as, you know, and I can say that as a person with a disability and as a person with, um, you know, as a person who is African-American. And we see Cyclops shoots off one of the Sentinel's arms. And the Sentinel goes to fly off. <laughs> and now they're going to track the Sentinel right there. Oh, got a notification. <laughs> Follow him all the way back to Detroit. Of course, uh, the the X Men takes um, place in New York City, and they go all the way to Detroit, Michigan. And direct uh, delivers the bad news, <laughs> and says he's gonna take the operation overseas. There's the Sentinel, comes right in, boom, lands, completely destroyed. And of course, uh, Jubilee now is going to try and make a run for it. Oh. Oh, Jubilee now destroys the wall. See her trying to make a run for it. And once again, she's uh, cornered by Sentinels. Just when you think it's going to be over for her, there's Cyclops. Oh. Oh. Takes out one of the Sentinels. Then we hear once again the uh, the X Men intro song, the theme song. To we see Gambit. And 
as rogue. Oh. Cyclops destroys some other sentinels, and there's Storm with her lightning powers. Oh, the one sentinel uh, goes after her now. Now she summons the power of thunder and lightning. Destroys another sentinel. Ooh. And out of nowhere. Oh, sentinel hits rogue. <laughs> and she just takes that shit. And, oh, judo throw right there. Hit by another sentinel. And there's Wolverine from behind. And I love that when he goes, when he climbs up on his back and he goes, this one's for you, Morph. Oh. Takes him down. And that's all the Sentinels. And then we cut to uh, Jubilee. She's uh, leaving her foster parents to um, go to to go to the school, and that's the last time we ever see the foster parents. They never appear throughout the rest of the series, and um, and then we see Cyclops reflecting about uh, the decision to leave uh, Morph and Beast uh, behind. And Jean, you know, she tells him that you know you did what you had to do and whatnot. And then we see Jubilee enter the school. And that is about it. See the end credits. We see Saban, or Saban, or however you pronounce it. And they would actually uh, go on to uh, produce uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as well. They did a lot of shows on um, on the Fox Network for the Fox Saturday after Saturday afternoon um, shows. And you know, that's just uh, amazing, and once again, you know, one of the great uh, bright spots of uh, my childhood. And that's it. There is um, Night of the Sentinels. Great episode. Still to this day, one of the, you know, the greatest episode of uh, X-Men the Animated Series. I highly recommend you watch it on Disney Plus or if you have it on DVD or whatever because it is tremendous. Love that episode. I never get tired of watching it. And I'll do it for the first week of Marvel in May. Next week, I'm doing a graphic novel review. Yep, doing a review of my one of my favorite uh, Marvel superheroes, The Punisher. Yep. We're going to be looking at the Punisher Circle of Blood. Yep. We're going to be looking at that graphic novel. Let me know what you all uh, think in the comments section and what have you. Until then, this is Matthew Burr saying Excelsior!